0: Solving the mystery of forecasting and gauging demand. You're ready to start the four-month production process on a new game, which includes the game itself and two optional accessories. How many of each product do you make overall, for each sales channel, and for each fulfillment center? This is the mystery of demand forecasting, making guesses about the future based on limited, imperfect information, risking your resources or your backers in the case of crowdfunding. If you produce Far too many units, you don't gain revenue for thousands of games you've already paid to manufacture. If you pr- produce too few units, you can make more, but you can't provide something customers want in the meantime, and the buzz may have died down significantly by the time the reprint arrives. I had a great chat last week with Stomeyer Games COO Alex Schmidt, whose responsibilities include the very difficult job of predicting the future. Demand forecasting is a team effort with input and data provided from a number of sources, and they culminate in Alex presenting his best guess to me for new products and for reprints. We discuss those numbers, reach consensus, and move forward with the agreed upon quantities. As the result of such a discussion seven months ago, we invested in 100,000 units of Wormspan, 30,000 rubber play mats, one per player for a five player game, and 20,000 upgrade packs, metal coins plus wooden resources. Since Wormspan was a new product, we based these numbers on historical data for web store and distribution from other games and from Wingspan, input from distributors who we trust with confidential information and are willing to indicate a rough estimate of how many first-run units they'll want, and gut instinct based on how we feel about the game in relation to the current tabletop industry. At this point, you might wonder why we wouldn't just run a crowdfunding campaign to remove any guesswork from the equation. Crowdfunding provides a baseline for early adopter quantities, but beyond that, demand remains a mystery. Your backer total doesn't tell you how many other customers, retailers, and distributors will want the game 6 to 12 months later. This is evident through our Expeditions pre-order in 2023, for which we initially received around 5,500 consumer orders in the US for the two versions of the game at the beginning of production which was still time to adjust the quantity. But over the next few months, that amount increased to almost 8,500 copies of the game in the US, along with close to another 40,000 units for distributors and retailers. As production of Worms was nearing completion, Joe, our director of communication, steps in to decide how many units of each product to send to each of the fulfillment centers to which we outsource. Miniature market in the US, Spiral Galaxy in Europe, Either Works in Australia, and Asmodee in Canada. This is an important calculation based on a formula that Joe makes small adjustments to after each product launch. Meanwhile, Alex gets purchase orders from direct ship distributors. We ship these container sized orders directly from Panda to those distributors so they don't need to make an unnecessary stop at our warehouses. This is still months before any consumer has purchased the game. Then it's time for the product launch. At this point, the numbers are locked in. We have specific web store quantities at or soon arriving at each fulfillment center, and we're hoping for those quantities to last us through the five-day launch period, and then for the next five to six months if there's enough demand for a reprint. For Wormspan, our demand forecasting estimates were pretty solid, with one exception. The 10,000 units of the upgrade pack designated for our web stores wasn't enough for launch demand in the US, Canada, or Australia. We actually had more than, more than enough in Europe, which will impact future iterations of the fulfillment forecasting formula. In hindsight, 10,000 upgrade packs doesn't seem like enough for the 22,000 direct consumer orders we received for Wormspan. Looking at historical data, however, we sold just over 3,000 metal coin packs for Libertalia against 4,500 launch orders of the game, and we sold just over 3,000 metal coin packs for Expeditions compared to around 7,800 units of the game. Our original guess for Wormspan was that we would sell somewhere between 10 to 15,000 units of the game upon the launch, and that way, Accessories require guesswork that's dependent on the forecast of the core product. So Alex and I discussed what we can do differently in the future to continue to improve demand forecasting for products like the upgrade pack. We had a few thoughts, several of them aided by input from my partner, Megan, who worked in demand forecasting in a different industry for many years. First is risk, the risk of making a big, expensive product And specific product like the Wingspan nesting box is completely different than the risk of making a small, cost-effective, versatile product like the Wormspan upgrade pack. Commitment timing. We lock in direct distributor orders over two months before launching the product on our web store. This is good for shipping directly to distributors, but it doesn't leave us much flexibility. In the US, we work with GTS to serve hobby game retailers. It might be helpful in the future if GTS made purchase orders for X direct-ship quantity, and also a buffer estimate for why additional units that we could use for the web store if necessary. Backup plan. After Panda approves the English printer files and we begin production, our localization partners start working on on translating their versions of the product. This usually takes around two months after which we coordinate the first non-English print run. Multiple simultaneous versions help with economies of scale. This is also our chance to add more English units if we're having second thoughts about the original print run. Last, launch versus the next six months. Traditionally, we just come up with a single quantity for for each of our web stores. But we don't actually differentiate between the launch quantity, quantity and how many units we need for the next six months, the amount of time required for a reprint to arrive. We also haven't traditionally tracked the next six month web store quantity compared to the detailed data I maintain for each product launch. I think separating those two quantities for both forecasting and tracking will be helpful in the future. Finally, after the launch period and the retail release, we have to decide if we need to reprint anything to meet future demand. At this point, we have even more data points to to assist the reprint process. We have back-in-stock requests on the web store, we have web store wish list quantities, we have launch data, historical data, direct retailer data, and data from distributors about what retailers have purchased and if retailers are reordering after the initial wave. Typically, then we invest our resources in a reprint. Only once in recent memory have we asked customers to invest their money in a reprint upfront, which was the third printing of the Wingspan nesting box. The reason was that the nesting box is an entire order by itself, while something like the Wormspan upgrade pack will likely join other products in customer orders when it's back in stock in late summer. Demand forecasting is as fascinating as it is frustrating. It's very difficult to estimate the perfect number to serve our customers, and it's a constant work in progress. I appreciate how Alex tackles this problem throughout the year, and I appreciate all the input we get from the Stillmire Games team and our distributors. I'd love to hear your insights and questions about demand forecasting in the comments below.